Yeah, so this is Snapbacks and Flat Caps, um, different location today. Uh, special guest this week, I'm your host Rob. Trizzy, mm-hmm. Trizzy. And today we have a uh, special guest joining us. Last time we had a guest was, who was our last guest? Um, yeah, it was Castle, no? Oh, it was a long time ago then. Yeah, no, it can't have been. No, oh, no, no, it was, um, uh, what's his face? Hercules and all that. It was the one oh, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, we tried to do it in su- oh, well. We tried to do some live, mm-hmm. and that was just a madness, so that just kind of went down the tube. Yeah. So we're doing a live now on the our special guest. Um, <laughs> instant live as well. So, yes, um, special guest, man. What's yeah. going on? Hi, tell us who you are and uh, tell us who you are and why you join us today and um, all the rest of the good stuff, man. So, thanks to this lovely gentleman here. Mm. I am on the show today. Um, I'm guessing because I have my own business. Yes. Um, and it's called Club Aftercare. Right. Now, oh, let me introduce yeah. myself. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Before I can get into right. it. So my name is Stephanie Quintero. I'm 30 years young. I'm originally from Colombia. Um, been living in the UK for 25 plus years, which is why I don't sound like Sofia Vergara. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started a business called Club Aftercare mm. uh, about a year and a half ago. Mm. Now, club after care is for people who have had cosmetic surgery, whether that be liposuction, tummy tuck, BBLs, breast and, and augmentations, um, any other sort. But what club after care specialises in is the aftercare. Mm. Now, so after the surgery. After the surgery, right, right. yeah. So the reason I was happy to come on the show is because I want to put a sense of awareness out there that mm. no surgery is a quick fix whatever you do you have to maintain it you have to obviously know it's the right thing for Mm. you you have to take the right steps to to make sure that you're going to be not necessarily i don't know well yeah because i mean we've spoke about well i say similar things but we talked about the idea of surgery Mm. um before we spoke about more to do with what we see on tv and the media and with love island most prominent and stuff because you see some of them Mm. girls before they gone into Love Island, from them old pictures, and they looked like completely different people. <laughs> Man are out here getting so, scammed. Straight scams. Yeah. human beings. Straight, straight like, It's quite, no, but obviously like surgery is like, as a topic we haven't, we spoke about before a little bit, yeah. but more about like, the idea, idea of it and how it affects, not so much relationships, but more dating as a whole, right? Uh-huh. So, I've got my own views, obviously. Uh-huh. I'm sure you've got your own views, and of course you've got oh, your own yeah. views as well. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I think just when we spoke about it before, it was more about when it comes to the dating side of it and like how easy it is to get. I know, obviously, you don't. The idea is that you don't do surgery yourself. You're not here promoting the surgery. You're promoting more of the no, after the yeah. aftercare of it. So yeah. just to clarify. But yeah, I don't. I think it's all mad in the dunya. And uh, not only only because I know it's so much more accessible now. Yeah. And I do think it's a big shortcut, but I do think that it's also like, I don't know, I just, I, I'm, I don't want to be a dick and be like, oh yeah, everyone who has surgery has got some issues. That's not what I'm saying. But I, mm-hmm. I think it is definitely something, a way, a quicker way of fixing imperfections. Mm-hmm. Like there's more fictive, and it's not always the case that people, like you get people who go to the next mm-hmm. extreme, right? Who just take it to like Michael Jackson level yeah. and that. Yeah. Because, I, and I also, I know it's a lot more, I think it's a lot more prominent now because of the 
world and the culture that we live in with social media is easily acceptable and I do think is influencing young girls in a way yeah I particularly don't agree with it mm-hmm. I mean I don't have a daughter but I wouldn't want her to do it I do have like a lot of sisters though but it's very much not I don't, to my knowledge none of them have had it but like I know like one or two of their friends have had certain things like lip yeah. fillers and whatnot right should I share my story just to get a context yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Why yeah. tell us place. how you have so, got to this stage um I was never an entrepreneur like oh. four years ago I knew nothing about business for right. me I was just going to work coming back home that was my life mm. um but I was working for a big retail company um, yeah. and I was pregnant at the time. I was made redundant um, and that for me was a massive shock to the system. Um, at the same time, my relationship with my daughter's dad was going down the drain. So like, not saying that my experience was unique because a lot of this does happen, but it just it's just unique in the sense that everything happened at the same time. Yeah. So for me, I, I got to a point where I was like, do you know what, I'm done giving everything to everyone else. It's got to a point where I want to do things for me now. So I was in a position where I had the money, I had the time to be able to do something that I wanted to do. So, and after pregnancy, I felt a little bit down. I felt like my body wasn't what it was before. So I took the trip to Colombia, put the money down, got my surgery done. I Mm. got liposuction, tummy tuck and BBL. So just to stop you there, you know when you said you um, go to Colombia, I don't Mm. know exactly how it works. Is it more expensive to do it here? I know a lot of people go abroad to do certain types of surgery. It's very expensive to do it here, yeah. So a lot of women balance out the cost with the the risk. Now the risk getting it done abroad in Turkey, to say. Yeah. Is it higher? It's not not that it's cheaper, but the exchange rate, it benefits us. Is it just as safe? It might not be as safe just because something uh, you might have complications right after. You might be in the middle in the plane coming back home and I don't they know. could explode. Yeah, swear down. I heard that happen. You know? so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, not to me. I mean, my boobs are exposed. Yeah, and it's a very slim yeah. chance that you're going to be seen on the NHS or something. You've a cosmetic procedure you've done yeah. okay. abroad. So yeah, that's that's true. that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I went back to Colombia is because that's where I'm from, I speak the language, um, mm. I understood more, I knew where to go to okay, get better cool. quality yeah, yeah, for, sure. um, for the money that I was I was spending, spending. Mm. so yeah, that's why I got it done over there. So, women get it done for different reasons, but my reason was because I needed, I, I had gone through something that I classed as traumatic, yeah. and for me, I... Is that, is that like the... Sorry, let me rephrase that. So the traumatic, is that from like um, having children or is it more Being from Being made like... redundant, okay. going through, I was, yeah, I was yeah. really sick during the, the pregnancy as well. Ah, so, right, right. Was, oh, so it's more like overall everything. stuff. Overall, right, 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 everything. Yeah. Okay. 2015-16 was a terrible years for me. Yeah. But what I um, appreciate from it now is that I turned that experience into a business because when I came back to London, yeah. mm. I was having difficulties finding someone that would do my lymphatic massages. And for someone that doesn't know what that is, it's very, very important. I can't stress enough how important it is after liposuction, for example. Mm. Because if you're not getting drained after liposuction, you run the risk of having fibrosis, you're in extreme. What do you mean if you're not getting drained? So after liposuction, so you get the tube into your body, taking that, and the doctor's taking that, that out of the fat, yeah. Oh, yeah, like the an rods, yeah. yeah. And they, and they so. just pull it. Sorry, I just see them, see them <laughs> shows and they're the like, fat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. probably not a very sensitive so thing to do. You're left with um, these holes where, okay. they've, where they've got the rods oh, in. Okay. Now, 
your body goes through a trauma as well it swells up mm. um so you have buildup of fluid blood yeah, yeah. um and all of that needs to be drained out of your body okay and where's it going to come out of those little holes yeah. that were left yeah. Okay. So lymphatic drainage massage is when the masseuse massages you, your whole body and gets all those fluids out. They yeah. have to come out. Otherwise you get Just using the hands? Yeah, using the hands, yeah. So there's, there's a, like a special technique to be doing that massage? Exactly, okay. yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, and it helps with your lymph system, but that's another... What's a lymph system? Your lymph system is where you, you work the lymph system to get all the toxins out of your body. Right. So if you're having okay. a lymphatic drainage massage, that's what it's doing. It's helping you. It's not a relaxation massage. It's t helping to take out all your toxins from your body, mm. which is, it helps... Um, like a sauna? Mm. I mean, obviously you're not in a sauna, but you know what I'm saying? Like in the sense of that's, they, they're supposed to get your yeah. toxins. That's one way of ex exceeding toxins. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so yeah so the massages are super super important um mm. and i couldn't find anyone that could do it for me over here mm. and because i was already going through the business process um one day the light bulb just went off so mm. like, oh that is if i'm having difficulty finding someone yeah, all these other women that are getting surgery mm. done as well i yeah. must be having difficulty so that's when club aftercare started and, and mm -hmm. So, so you exactly. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you said that um, you never you went from working like a retail or normal job, let's say, and then gone into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. What do you consider entrepreneurship, and what's different from someone being freelance to being creative to being an entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. um, you have to make the the difference for me is if you're not making money while you sleep or if you're not leveraging yeah you're just an employee even if mm. you're self-employed you you're still having to wake up exchange your time for money mm. and then get that money okay. um club aftercare works in a system where i help the people who have their own passion so the personal trainers have the passion to be personal trainers the masseuses and the life coaches mm. i help them with their customer base so the people who have had the surgery i forward them to to oh, okay, yeah, so you got like a so, proper network. Yeah, okay, so yeah. that's where I feel like there's a difference be between freelance or someone that's self-employed or someone that's an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur, I mean, anyone can have an idea and run with it, mm. but not to answer your question, I feel like an entrepreneur is someone that makes money work for them yeah. rather than working for money. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I know you said about personal trainers, actually. I know we actually spoke about it before we got, got rolling. Mm. I did have a... Concern, issue, query, mm -hmm. query, mm. query for that. Because my thing is, if you're putting people in touch with personal trainers uh -huh. for support after they've had the surgery, yeah. surely, this is just a very basic way mm -hmm. of interpreting it, surely if you they had a personal trainer in the beginning, they wouldn't mm -hmm. have to have the surgery. It would just take a lot longer. of people but think that. Think it depends on like the body type, because some exactly. people can't really... Yeah, you can't no, tell your body, so lose fat here, not here. Like, no, if you're losing yeah, weight, I, it's... I, everywhere depending on your body type body i shape. agree but also it's not just about if you're going to a personal trainer you're not going to say okay like i want to have slimmer arms or i want to have this or especially if you only lose weight on say your legs or you gain weight on your bum it all differs for different people mm -hmm. i get that but surely then isn't that them isn't personally that their job to do a degree of exercises and a diet plan and a nutrition plan to make sure overall mm -hmm. you're more comfortable with your mm -hmm. body because people can um like 
pinpick at certain things I don't like. Like yeah. I've got big ears, but my head is bigger now, so problem solved. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? So like, like Lateral that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what I mean, right? Focus is so, on the ears. I was like, no, I didn't even know. So you're growing to them. So you're growing to them, right? So my thing is, is like it only. I feel like it just zooms in and on an issue that some. This is more about the surgery than the mm-hmm. aftercare yeah. issue, mm-hmm. but I feel like with surgery, it zooms into one issue that people are. Um, insecure about and it fixes it mm-hmm. which is fine because it solves their problem but I feel like that's never the end of the situation mm-hmm. mm. so the fact that you, I like the fact that you said it's never the end of the situation mm. because what I really want to do is I want to address the taboo of surgery mm. now it's it might still be a taboo but it's still happening like yeah millions of people all over the world have it done whatever whatever it is it's still going to continue to have it happen and it's you, a billion dollar industry i know just to, just to cut in on there as well do you think more women have surgery than men or do you think it's about equal definitely more women mm-hmm. but the men it's starting to creep up what sort of surgery do men have um they get apps Oh yeah, I've seen that's they, madness. Yeah. Like, I've seen that. That's just, I tell me, I think that's hell. We spoke, we spoke about cars. the guy that was in the Big Brother house. His torso was huge, but he had a six pack, and I was like, yeah. my brain couldn't figure out <laughs> yeah, how yeah. does this happen because yeah. you could see his abs. He needs club aftercare. Yeah, but I think that's, just, that's that one is just kidding himself, man, for sure. For man, I think that's his. I think that's just kidding himself. So it's abs and what else would you say for men? Um, no jobs. Okay. Men are getting those jobs. Um, hairline. As yeah. well. I think hair, this is the that. thing, right? Now, hairline, I can understand hairline. This is going to sound hella like hypocritical. Oh, is this about it? It's going to sound hypocritical. But I'm that. just like, that's something you physically can't do nothing about. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is, if you've got like a chubby belly or something, that's something you can do about with diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. But for your hairline, Genital you can't. Dream. No, yeah. but, no, but I'm saying you can't grow back your hair, can you? Like there's nothing gonna no, watch no, that make you grow that's, your back that's, that's, your hair. That's why I'm like and I'm, surely, I'm on the fence with it because I do understand there is some certain things and I'm like what you do exercise diet it's not gonna shift mm-hmm. it's just not gonna shift. Mm-hmm. So no, but I, I no 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 no. You're no, talking no. about kind of like a, a nose. Yeah, yeah. Your nose is not gonna grow a different. Yeah no shift. I understand yeah. about the nose and the hair but my thing is you're saying about the let's say the belly yeah but yeah. the thing with the belly for me is that that genetics aside I strongly believe. Like that is a combination of everything, lifestyle, yeah. exercise and diet, yeah? So no, mm-hmm. but my thing is also that you could be 35 or 40 and you're saying I'm never gonna get a six pack. Yeah. So I'm just gonna get the surgery, right? Yeah. But my argument for that is that the reason you're never gonna get six pack at 35 or 40 is because potentially you mm-hmm. spent most of your life before that not eating right, not exercising right. So it's gonna be harder. Like now, if, I, if, I, if like, you're like 40, if you're 45 yeah. and you've never been to the gym or you've never really eaten, watch what you're eating, then you're going to try and start. It's going to be harder because you're 45. Yeah. It's not saying it's not doable. Yeah. You're saying it'll take longer, it'll be harder, and your recovery time will be longer as well because mm-hmm. your body can't buy, yeah. bounce back the same way as when you're 20. It's like when you go drinking. When you go mm-hmm. drinking when you're 20, you can drink on Monday, yeah, drink yeah, on Tuesday, yeah. drink on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, now nice. you can drink on Monday and that's your week done. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so it just varies. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it just varies, right? So my thing is that you're making a decision at 40. I'm yeah. using thought as a general thing, obviously. Mm. Right? I have I'm a question for you. Yeah, yeah, hit me, yeah. hit me. So let's say someone that uh, clinically ob- obese yeah, and right. they lost all the weight. Now they have that excess skin. skin. Yeah, that's right. Now, do you think it's bad for them to go under the knife and get a tummy tuck? Which oh, is cosmetic. Right, no, that's a fair point. That is a very fair point. But how much excess skin are you talking about? They're talking about clinically. These lot are mad. The, the government now are talking about trying to tackle obesity, yet they're giving away nanos for 150. And I mean, <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be there, yeah. Well, that's I'm not a, the government. I know, though. I'm gonna be there, but I'm saying that like, 
it's too late, bro. Like talking about obesity now when there's anyway. No, I get what yeah. you're saying, and I do get the existing thing. Clinically obese, Cl- yeah. clinically obese is subjective. Yeah, like by weight, I think. Mm-hmm. But I do get what you're saying. But yeah, but then you also get people who are like, you know, you get those. 600 pound people were stuck in their house and that yeah and then you like see how they eat and what they're doing now i'm not yeah. saying they stop eating like that they're going to turn to a size zero that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying but yeah. come on man like that's self-inflicted mm-hmm. like me up personally i just don't think i do actually let me go that, let me ask you a question yeah, i feel like i didn't ask you a question okay, your question is if they lost the weight got excess skin and they wanted to get surgery i feel that's a very uh that makes sense that's a legitimate yeah. cause isn't mm-hmm. it yeah. like for a girl to put do lip fillers or increase her boobs to me that's not because she's um, self-conscious about it I don't think that's a legitimate cause mm-hmm. but that's I think they're two different extremes isn't it yeah. mm-hmm. but that's just just mad bro but I, 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 I think it, I think it really does depend because what but, we're saying yeah. is right it's like if you've got somebody that's just not really look after themselves mm. you can understand alright cool they've, they've done this self-infliction but then if you have like a significant life change like as you were saying you have mm-hmm. a child the body's gonna be different now. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? If you've had an accident or something, it's gonna be different. Yeah. Mm. If you've got something stemmed to your childhood where people used to bully you for certain things, like you were just talking about the ears, not to talk about the ears again. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if you had a traumatic experience yeah, in yeah. school, mentally you're gonna uh, wanna okay, do that. Okay, yeah, but surely that's more of an, a mental issue than it is. The, the no, problem it is, it the is, problem is then, physical to them, but it comes stems from a mental place. Yeah. But with the, uh, what did you just say? You just said uh, pregnancy and what else, an accident. I'm not yeah, saying, if you have the life changes. I, I'm something. saying about, my thing is that how it's portrayed now the cosmetic surgery is not for people who desperately need it because okay. of these situations it's usually because of they want to get bigger boobs yeah. they want to get lip fillers they want to get the, you know what? i keep on thinking bb i keep on confusing bbl with bbw right uh, i was about to say that we spoke <laughs> so about bbl is, earlier. I was like, I bbl is about like about the bum lift yeah. bbw's yeah. is big black women yeah right just to clarify <laughs> <laughs> that's it Okay, oh, there we go. See, I mean, there we go. So, <laughs> Castillo's, <laughs> Castillo's educating me, bro. Castillo's fully well, educating well, me. Like, no, it's the BBW. Okay, the BBs. You. you know, well, you already know my flicks about the BBs. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, because so, so, you so, mentioned so, mindset. Like, yeah. mindset is another service that we offer on Club Aftercare because it's so important. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go through that life change because it is a, a lifestyle change, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that your life, your your mindset is set for it mm. because you can't be someone that was obese or mm. eating a certain way, has their surgery and then mm. think that they're going to stay like that. No, yeah. if mm. you if you don't change your lifestyle and your mindset, you're going to go back to where you were before your surgery. Oh, you're going to yeah, lose 100%. the time and the and money that you like invested. That's the whole aftercare situation. Yeah, as you see. because if you've got the money to put down for your surgery, just make sure you've got the money for the aftercare because mm. it's it's not it's not that's a one-time thing. It's a maintenance and it's a lifestyle change mm. that you need to yeah. continue. Do you think a lot of it comes from vanity? Yeah, as well. Yeah. And do you think that it's healthy for... what? Well, actually, let me, let me give you an example. You both have daughters, mm-hmm. right? Would you be comfortable if your daughter came to you saying that they would want surgery? they're not happy with something in their body and then let's say for the argument's sake of what i'm trying to say they're between say 16 and say 25 mm-hmm. which technically going into adulthood yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so I mean, would you guys be, happy, girl, be supportive enough, i would say as a dad i'd probably be still given that encouragement of confidence but then if it's something i know that's really fucking out, i'm not gonna mm-hmm. because it's common now it's not i know but then does that make it right does that make it, no, it even though things no, are common? We could fight it till we turn blue in but the face. But then why would it make it happen. right? Because whatever that child, your daughter, or mm. whoever is going, you're not going to experience the same as 
their experience no, inside that's, their mind. Whatever why. they feel about themselves. No one else has the right to say, you shouldn't have done that because of this, because you're not mm. living my life. You're not going through, you're not walking in my shoes. And by the time so, they're a certain age as well, bro, my child's going to be a big woman one day, bro. It's not going to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, dad said that, so I'm not going to do it. It's still yeah, going to yeah, sure. do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, there is certain things that are ridiculous. If she started getting the, the, the big old lips and the eyebrows drawn back, I'm going to be like, you look ridiculous. So I'm yeah. going to give the draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's too far. <laughs> yeah, if it's too far. What is too far, though? Because everyone's opinion of what too far is. Everyone's line is like different, right? Yeah. Man. Everyone's line is different. You, your idea of too far and your idea of my idea might all be different. Mine yeah. might just be, okay, mine's here. Yours might be here. Yours yeah. might be here, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So it's subjective, isn't it? Mm. Really? So... What too, is too far? What is too far to yeah. you and what's too far to you? Too far for me is when you just start, if we're talking about face, when you start looking like a complete cat woman and your expression is the same, mm. like... Isn't that more Botox so? Yeah. Mm. But then for me too far is when your, um, your health isn't concerned. Yeah. Like if, for example, um, you're taking too many risks, like you go into these back-end clinics and yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. just to save a little bit of money that for nice. me is too far okay um what about you me bro listen it's the same thing as soon as you start looking different to how you was born then it's gonna be a bit crazy because you can see the extremes you can see when people's skin's like like plastic mm. or it's tight and like um you do know what i mean and the health thing is a, is is is, is a big concern yeah. because mm. I mean, look, we was talking about the Michael Jackson situation, we was talking about women getting too much of uh, uh, breast enlargement and stuff, and that has physical um, strains on back problems or they can't do certain things naturally. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's when you're going into that ballpark of like, all right, cool, it's affecting my health. Mm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, as you said, everyone's got a different level on the bar. I mean, as you said before, there could be some lip fillers and you'd be like, no, that's a bit too much. But really mm. and truly, that to me just sounds like the basic. I know, but I think the idea of the normalization and just because it's common, I think like that's still like not an excuse for it to be like, if jumping out of planes mm. was common, it doesn't mean that everyone should jump out of planes. Yeah. No, 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 obviously yeah, they but don't. They, they, yeah. But as you were saying, it's like it's a personal journey, isn't it? Like it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you might want to not eat pork because you, mm -hmm. you've got your views behind mm. it, but then this person mm -hmm. is just like, I love a bit of bacon in the morning, mm. mad. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like that, but bacon ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So since these cosmetic surgeries ain't going nowhere. Yeah, exactly. okay, that's a good way. And that's yeah, our main I focus. That is, we're not gonna like no one is gonna stop getting surgery anytime soon. But I, mm. we just want to make sure that people are doing it safely. Mm. They understand the aftercare procedures. They know mm. what they're getting into, mm. um, and they understand it. Yeah. So that's our main focus. Would you have surgery for yourself? For anything? Because you could I'm change anything. Pretty perfect, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, bro. It, it would it would have to be something life changing for me. Yeah. Like I, I very much doubt. I mean, to be fair, I don't know. I'm no, I don't know. Would I? I don't think so. Like you, I think I'm pretty perfect. But also, <laughs> any, any, no. But to be honest with you, I don't. I'm not put it this way. I'm not so concerned or aware or insecure about a particular part of me or my body in mm. which I would go under the knife to do it. I think that's the best way to describe mm -hmm. it for me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Everyone think, oh, I could do this, or this could be a bit uh, bigger here, or this could, but I believe like, more or less I'm okay. I yeah. turn out okay, I look, uh, look all right. But what, man's getting, what, what, getting what, what mad, it, so I might be What if it was something right you couldn't get results on? Just say like your shoulders like, couldn't grow, so you just got the big bubbles in your arms. Just wear a couple of coats, yeah, a couple of layers. <laughs> layer, layer that shit up, man, layer that shit up. Yeah, layer I, I, shit up. I, I, well, I think, to be honest, I think maybe, the abs thing I would never do. I think that's just bonkers. Because yeah. I've seen it before. Mm. Um, what else? I don't know because I'm that's trying to think. That's a difficult part to get rid of the fat on the top of your stomach, though. 
It's not at the top, it's the bottom. The bottom, the bottom is the, the most difficult. Mm. But a lot of that's to do with diet, isn't it? Yeah. Like a lot, you can get, this is the thing they always say about abs anyway, you can get abs, like everyone has abs they say, but it's just, it's just hidden layer. under a layer of fat. So the mm-hmm. idea is to bring down the layer of fat on top, which comes from diet more so than exercise. They say abs are made in the kitchen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I don't cook. to give up the bacon again. <laughs> that's it, man. That's where the surgery might I think that's the problem as well. I think people think like everything has to be one extreme, so that one extreme or like the minimum, but I don't really think that. Like, you so can live it, a normal is, life. So is it really the procedures you're more against or do you think it's the media because the only the only thing is is media showing us all of this oh you can look perfect like that like our phones are dangerous yeah what you decide to look for in the day can affect how you want to be yeah but I, me i think tomorrow. to be honest I, this is going to sound pop hypocritical but i i don't think it's i know you said like men are catching up on how much they're doing but i can look at something on instagram and not for a type of way but the kind of person that i am is i'm extremely confident so i'm not going to even think I, I might be like oh yeah that's good that that guy, oh, wow, man's like benching, a man looks like this, that's good good for him. But yeah. I know that some people, especially people who are younger on social media, mm-hmm. especially, I go to young girls because I feel like I've always had this idea and I've just know from my own experience that I believe that the thing that women always like, like to focus on is weight because it's something they can control a lot mm-hmm. more than any other part of their body, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they can change. Men don't really care Mm. about weight in the same way right they or they look at it differently mm-hmm. that's what i think am i am i wrong do you think as, as a woman do you think that's i feel like there are some men that are conscious about their weight but we just express it differently yeah i feel like so how would you say women yeah how do you say women express it and stuff the mirror and they'll be like the, the the whole gym thing is a thing no but it's I mean, more like i want to put that. weight on you could say it you know but i'm just saying you could be like oh you lost weight but they've been trying to bulk up oh yeah and it would affect his whole mental for the whole week yeah and then you'll start going and do some extra bits or even the other way if they've put on weight and you've gone to the beach or something that guy might just not take off his his t-shirt the whole day that's true yeah because they're doing a lot of body shaming on on breast now they're trying to say that zach efron's got a dad bod Wow. Oh. Yeah, mad. <laughs> they, just, mad. they just threw Zach onto the bus, like. Yeah, that's just crazy, huh? I don't know, man. I'm talking like I know him as well. <laughs> I know. I remember him as being like fit with abs, though. Yeah, no, but he's doing some Netflix thing, and there he's like, looks different. He's got a beard. He's a little bit. Oh thing, no, but, but he's you not know what? Thin. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. He doesn't look like he's got no dad bod out here. This this yeah. guy's like running in rivers and running up hills, and I, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how many dad bods can do that. <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm I'm not looking to get a dad bod, though. I'm looking to keep my waist at 33, bro. You know, I thought it was funny, and then lockdown happened, and then slowly... Listen, you, I've said to you, bro, enough time. He's come and train with me. We train proper, bro. We train proper out here. I should have like, surgeries. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like our guy, um, what's his name, Hercules. But the Hercules is built like a titan, though, isn't it? So that's yeah, yeah. See, like that. Like I don't know if you've seen Hercules. Shout yeah. out Hercules. Yeah. But he's, um, he's like I can never. But me and myself, I know I can never be like that because the man's like a man mountain. He's like, yeah. how tall is he? About six foot four. Or he's six foot four. Man's built like he's come out of a comic book. Let's put it this way: he was running around with Idris Elba on the set. <laughs> I'm gonna find so him. Just, just, just the thing. I'm gonna find him. Just a thing as well. But even he said at the beginning when I was having the conversations with him, he struggled to put on weight because mm. his body, like, he's got a very fast metabolism. So to maintain what he's doing, tough, tough it's him, an obsession. It? It's an obsession now. Yeah. So yeah. what happens when? Man's still like asked him what happens mind. when he can't go to the gym and we can't work out. Bro, I see him like literally on the lockdown. There's no, him there's and a few no other can't. guys in the house. Mm. And, and they were doing it on the thing. Yeah, I seen that. Every single day, and I'm like, what if they don't get? Okay. Man looks so, like a titan. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. 
But, but, he said it but this is the thing as well. Skinny. I know, That's but this is the thing about um, when we spoke a little bit about genetics. Uh, also, it's not just a case of genetics. It's almost like your body type because some guys will never be able to get super wedged cause just because their skeleton can't fucking manage the weight. Right. right. Now yeah. that well, you've okay. just said that, yeah, go on, hit me. we're turning it around okay, cool. to a woman. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. going to be exactly the same women that have body shapes that they just can't are not built how they want how they want it. Like, mm. like we said, you lose weight somewhere, mm. but you might not lose weight where, where you want it, where mm. you want to lose weight. So yeah. this is where the surgeons come in. And they say, okay, we can add here, take away from here, double here. Mm. That's why some mm. women might get surgery done. Okay. So I have to ask you a question, and yeah. this isn't a personal question uh-huh. to you. Do you think men's opinions of women's bodies play a part in their decision in any way at all? Yes, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't and, because and how? I... As well. I believe that a woman should be, should come, right, if you're going into a relationship, speaking both sides, men mm-hmm. and female, if you're going into a relationship, you should come as a whole person first. Like, you shouldn't be broken, empty, and expecting someone else to fill you, no. Yeah, yeah. You should be, like, happy with yourself first before mm-hmm. you get into in the relationship with someone else. I feel like that's how relationships last, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is why where I think that you shouldn't be getting surgery just to... Please someone else. Please someone else, or to to, yeah. to make make sure that your boyfriend's not cheating on you, or going with other women. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's not. I mean, work. it might help, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking subjectively, I'm just been in this dangerous area. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just speaking to. I'm just speaking subjectively. We're going right there. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's right at all. But there's if, if, if this is what's mad in it. Like if someone like I'm not currently dating in it. Like I'm off. I'm off the market. Man's retired. But if a girl that I was seeing wanted to do something to her body and her sole purpose was to impress me, that's not up to me. I can't change that. Would that's up to that her. Would you see that as a turn off though? Sometimes no, I've, judged, I've judged the lack of confidence before and I'd be like, ah, yeah, but I, yeah, to, you know I mean? think yeah. it wouldn't, to be honest, it's not my place. I, like we've said it multiple times, mm. you may think differently, but I think we can't tell women what to do with their bodies. I don't know what he thinks, but yeah, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, isn't it? Like, I, like that's not my issue. Like you said, like if that person's not whole and they've got their own issues, they're a reason why they call your problems, isn't it? They're not my problems. Yeah. 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 So, if people are gonna do that, they're gonna do that. But I would never, if I'm in a relationship with someone and they're saying I want to do this for you, and I'm like, mm. that's bonkers, isn't it? Because yeah. you need to no. be. You know what I mean? I, 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 still, I, listen, I still see where it could still go wrong, even if you're in the relationship, because if you've had a child now and everything has changed. I've mm. gone through it myself. Mm. Everything just changed on um, my little one's mum and stuff like that. And it was difficult for at least a year. It was difficult to literally get back that confidence because mm. she didn't look how she um, looked in the beginning. Mm. And it was difficult. And I bet you any money, if she had the money to just do the surgery, she would have done it on a, on a quick fix. Mm. And that was only, like, there was nothing wrong with her. It's just that, you know, the getting rid of the weight again and just getting back to how she wanted to be. It was just taking But do you think that process had made her stronger overall? Because I feel like if she just thought, okay, I feel this way now, I'm going to get surgery to fix it. She will never have gone through that to accept, of, okay, this is how my body has changed. This is like, just process all of it almost. Yeah. Well, bro, like I said, it's easier said than done because I'm like you. I don't judge my partner on how they looked before or afterwards or anything. Like, I'm in love with you. This is what we're doing. If you've mm. got a problem with what's going on with your body, then I'm going to support mm. you in doing what you want to do. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. surgery isn't always going to be my go-to and say, oh yeah, just go and do that. It would be cool because it might take a life of its own and it might not stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you've got the, um, the results straight away. But as you said, now, 
it would be very difficult for you to say to your partner after she's feeling like her body's changed to just be like, right, if you're doing this for me, you're, you're losing it. Because she could actually be doing it. Are you losing attraction mm. for me? I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to cut this off, yeah? Because it's starting to die. So I'm going to cut it off. How'd you cut it Yeah. So... Uh, can you save it beforehand? Yeah. Download? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, this is the dodgy thing with lives. Oh, <laughs> mine never seen. Do you remember when I was doing mine? mine we never. lost our great gem of our life. Mm. Between me and Steph last night because I didn't get to save it, so huh? You might need to put this on the charge. I'll let it go for more. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, as I was saying, has it done it? It's downloaded it. Yeah, I'm gonna pass this to you now if you want to share it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's hot. So, huh? It's hot. Watch it. It's hot. Yeah. No. Then, um, Over here, I do man. need to um, sort out there. Like, overheating, turning into Samson right here. <laughs> um. So yeah. So like you know, because it's somebody that you do love. Mm. And they're telling you, look, I'm not feeling attractive. Mm. As I said, I've been there before. Coming out of your mouth, they just say, oh, you're talking nonsense, man. There's right, nothing right, wrong right. with you. Sometimes they just don't believe what you're saying. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it is mad. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot, man. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot. It is a lot. I mean... It's mad. It's yeah, mad. don't be scared to have my children now. We're not trying to put you <laughs> No, no, it's not that bad, man. That's fine, man. I'm sure you know I'm saying. When she's, nah, nah, when she's prepping and she's pregnant, you know, whatever, a man's going to be doing all of the meals before and after to make sure she's eating well. That's in the sense nice. of No, in the sense of, you know, making sure she's getting all the right vitamins, yeah. the minerals for the baby, you know, carrying another person, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Like, oh, allow her, innit? She could go up a dress size. No, but it's easier for her to bounce back to her. Yeah, she was before. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, looking yeah. after herself while she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But uh, it's hard. It's hard in it being pregnant. That that thing's uh, madness. Mm. Now, listen, I felt I was pregnant <laughs> yeah, was yeah. because it was up, down, go there, do yeah. this, do that. I was sleeping on myself, but I had to go and get the craving. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm craving this. Okay, I'll be down the road yeah, two yeah. minutes, and it the road, no matter how much you. Well, pray, I think yeah, I think any time you should definitely try and. Do the journey with her as much as you can. Like I'm gonna cut drinking from the get go because she won't be able to drink in it. Okay. So I'm gonna cut that. That's my plan. Yeah. And I'm gonna try and mimic like some of the stuff obviously she can't yeah, have. I'm gonna try easy. not to have it. Yeah. Because I. But that goes to show I mean, it's worked the, already. With goes, obviously, she's not pregnant. That to goes to show with, the, with with a situation of what you was talking about. What you came through, Steph, is like if somebody's gone through what you've gone through, it's very very difficult. Because mm. as you're saying, mm. you're showing like yeah, you're gonna be supportive. You're gonna be. There. Some some women are, they don't have no support like that. Mm. Yeah, it's mad. So to pick yourself up, I commend you for. Um, yeah, you, women need a lot of support. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's a full time job still. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, before, I never used to think anything about the term "what doesn't kill you makes you stronger." But after yeah. what I went through, I was like, "Wow!" Mm. Like <laughs> I've got the badge. <laughs> Can do it. Yeah. yeah so when we were speaking earlier, we were speaking about entrepreneurship, and I know this is actually something we want to speak about on the podcast. Round about the time it was kind of the tax year, we wanted to put it in, but yeah. Corona fucked every man up. Yeah. So we're thinking of like <laughs> the idea of entrepreneurship and what's happening in the in the culture now of the creativeness and the rest of it. Like I feel, me personally, I feel like the kind of idea of having a job, being in that job until and that job securing you forever mm. is just like not happening anymore that's just a no, lot cool like no non-existent exactly so uh, but i'm noticing a lot more as people get older as well even those people who are working those kind of jobs even corporate jobs mm. they feel like no nah, like i want to spend the next 30 years doing this i kind of want to start my own thing and my start business my own business or whatever it yeah. may be it's a lot more common now do you think there's a do you think that's a cultural change in the sense of how people view it 
or do you think it's just like people have that realization where they there's no security in the kind of jobs that they do anymore? I feel it's a realization because entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Okay. Um, so it has to it has to be a certain type of person that has that hunger and drive and that desire inside them already, mm. just bubbling up waiting for something to happen, slap you in the face and be like, wake up. Yeah. It could have been Corona, it could have been you've had a child, it could have been you've lost a loved one, anything, anything like that. Mm. So it takes a certain type of character to be an entrepreneur. Do you think there's some people who should just give up and go and work in marketing, etc. essentially? Like, yeah, no, there's, it's there's some for them. people that are just happier having, knowing that they're going, going to work getting their job done yeah. and then coming home. There's That's people that are happy like yeah. that, yeah, that, that have that security. Mm. But unfortunately, it's got to a point where it's just a safety net, to be honest. You know what's crazy? It's just like, I'm seeing jobs that everybody is going for now. There's nothing that they personally studied for. No, no. Yeah. Wait, so, but that this is just you true. know what that like, you have to get ready for a Listen. job that's not even designed yet. Mm. Yeah, but that's you, what you, you know what's mad about that as well is that the, you say about people studying, people went to uni for. Mm. Coming out of uni and getting into the industry that you want, that you've graduated in, is so fucking hard. It's yeah. so, no wonder people get frustrated because if you go and study management or something, let's say, or management or marketing or advertising, you still can't get a job in none of them mm. because you've just come out so they're like, well, no, you need experience in these and this. But it's like, big man, I'm coming to you for, so I can get some experience. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's bonkers. So I do understand a lot more where people start their own thing. Yeah. Especially based on that as well. But there's some people who are creatives. I know one person that comes to mind already who tried to do like three different types of things, like say for example, acting, modeling or entrepreneurship or promoting, whatever it is, mm. and he's doing these. And I'll tell you something, man has got no talent in any of these. <laughs> no talent at all. He should give up and go and work in Starbucks because to be honest, I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see the talent. I can't hear it. This is just one person. I mean, other people might be saying something else, but me but personally. Is he organized though? Because I think there's a difference between a you have creatives, and this goes back to the entrepreneurship. You can have somebody that is creative, got online presence, doing all that. Yeah. Those kind of fields you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You've got to either have the talent, and if you're going to work by it, it's going to work or not. But then, even then, it's a very slim chance that you'll get in through the door. Now, with the entrepreneurship thing, I notice people that do succeed, they got organization skills mm-hmm. to a team. Well, you have to. Work you know what I'm yeah. saying? You have to, yeah. man. So, you can't. it's like, have you noticed uh, anybody that you've seen try to do it? they got great creative ideas, but their structure, their setup is just weak. Yeah. And you would probably just advise them to say, I think you're better off in a company. But this is the thing as well. Who who are we? I know I've just kind of contradicted what I'm saying, but who are we to say, okay, I think you should maybe allow that in it? No, I'm just... This is what I'm saying. No, I'm, not, I'm just saying that, like... It's crazy because if people aren't successful or they're not, it's not really meant for them. Mm. Who's the person or persons or pe persons people mm. to say to turn around and say, "Look, man, I don't think this is going to work for you." Mm. Mm. I mean, more time it's a loved one that will tell you that. Yeah, because they'll push their own fears on you. And I feel like a lot of dreams are not fulfilled because people are listening to other people's, oh no, maybe you shouldn't do it, or it's not for you, and you could have been this close mm. for your, for your well, breakthrough. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you, if someone wants to do something they haven't even tried it yet, and someone's saying, oh, you shouldn't do it, I think that's just stupid. Yeah. You should at least try it, try and then it. if you fail, you're like, okay, this mm. isn't for me, and then you come to that on your own conclusion. Because I don't know about anyone else, but I'm the sort of person, you could tell me, you could give me, I could ask you for advice, and I could go do what I want anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, there's lots of people like that, 
That's the one. <laughs> That's it. I knew there was a term for it. Yeah. Great, great, great one. Yeah, great, mate. You know I'm going to go do this shit anyway. Think, yeah, no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, can't stand people like that. That's it. Well, look, I think as well, like, at the end of the day, with things like that as well, if it's something big and life-changing or whatever, at the end of the day, you're going to be the one who has to pick up the pieces, isn't it? Mm. Like, friends are great and family are great and all of that, innit? But ain't no one paying my, my water bill, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so no, it's true. It's that's true. another thing that's something to think about. But I, I do think that... Um, this is actually a question for both of you. Both of you guys are parents, so how does that accept accept your mindset, knowing that you know your family's um, you got like a mouth to feed essentially? Because I've I've have yet to experience that, so I'm quite curious. You know what it is? Is there's, there's no days off. Mm. That's how my brain works, and mm. I think um, similar to yours because as you said, once you went through what you was going through. Mm. You was just self-efficient after that. That's how I hear your story when you say it. Mm. So there's no days off. There's none in the, like, oh, um, there's no food in the fridge. No, no, but more, no, 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 but more so like I'm saying, would you leave a very lucrative career, a corporate career, let's say, let's say you're a lawyer or you're a policeman and you want to go thinking like, oh no, I want to go start my business or I want to go and get into acting mm. and you know the bag's completely different in that, especially you just if you're starting to track. Me of something. So this morning I was watching Michelle Obama on Netflix, um, mm. Becoming, mm. and she was explaining basically when she wasn't prepared for the change in her life when she had children. Mm. So she, it's not like, uh, she, she says this herself, it's not like Barack was telling her to stop her career in law or her studying in law to stay, be a stay-at-home mum. Mm. It was just that natural instinct in her to drop mm. everything else and just become, be focused and become a mother. Yeah. Now, um, what she then went on to saying is that she was doing everything at once. She was doing, she was um, helping him uh, with the kid, helping the kids, um, obviously making the home, and then she was forgetting about herself. But mm. in while she was forgetting about herself, she was saying to herself, "Hold on a minute, we're busy at home, but then Barack has time to go to the gym," mm. and that was annoying her. Yeah, yeah. And she said, "I should stop focusing on being angry of him going to the gym and start getting myself to the gym." Yeah. So mm. divert your your thought process and where yeah. your where your where your yeah because that sounds like that's a bit of a resentment of like yeah. oh he gets to go well, and yeah, I don't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that's not you should see it that no, way yeah, yeah, you should yeah. just make the time yeah, be like yeah. right okay you're gonna go at this time then I'll go at this time yeah, yeah I believe for you, that for you to stay with the kids yeah I think I, yeah I, I definitely believe that because I do think that you've just you've got to allocate time for what you love the matter of, like this haven't you ever read that thing about there's like 164 hours in the in the week. Yeah. It's like how you spend every minute and every day. Mm. It's crazy. Like when you really break it down, yeah. like there's an exercise you can do where at the end of like one day, you just write down everything you do every mm. like from say you got up at eight o'clock. What did you do eight till eight thirty? Yeah. Every account for every minute, mm. and then you'll look at it and then you'll think, okay, well, I didn't really need to spend twenty minutes on my phone. That can yeah. go. I didn't yeah. need to watch half yeah. an hour of Netflix. That can go. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you know where I think about it as well is that um, I went running with my mate and we basically ran from Brentford to Richmond and it took us half an hour mm. and like a couple of weeks ago I was sitting there I was watching something for half an hour I was like wow a man could have ran to Richmond by now it's crazy <laughs> do you know what I mean like you think about sitting there watching like yeah. the EastEnders or whatever you're watching yeah. right yeah. and you're thinking in this half an hour I'm watching this yeah. I could have ran like to a different thing yeah. so when you really allocate it um, 
I think time is just. I think I. It's I kind of wish. I, yeah, I kind of wish I knew this when I was younger. Because oh, I wasted bare time when you I was younger. You know what? Listen, we nothing. all knew that when we was younger. Our parents would talk to us. They would. They would tell us. No, but listen. you know what it is. No, you but you know what it is. I think it's when, when you're younger. Like, if you're your twenties or something, <laughs> yeah. what you're either you knew you're working a part-time job. That doesn't really cut into your life like that. You know what I mean? So, but now when you're older and you've got maybe a full-time job or you've got kids or you got or you've got like just more more um, demand of your time, that's when you realise it because you haven't had a lot. But that being said then, before I've worked two jobs and I've realised that one of my premises of not getting a second job is that I'm not going to have the time. You've got time to do two Mm, two jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm Jamaican, so it's going to happen anyway. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? Like, you never really... And then you're even more thing of your time. It's crazy because you're like, oh, right, I don't want to spend this time just... You probably get three jobs when you have kids. Do it. Do it. Who shit? Like, yeah, I don't want to spend, like, the weekend just, like, sitting at home playing COD for three hours with my mate. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. I've got my time Priorities to get to work and stuff. Priorities it's mad, bro. It's mad. But as, as you were saying with the Michelle Obama thing, yeah. you have to make time for yourself as well. So, mm. um, they were saying, I can't remember where it was, though, but they were saying about how it's, um, oh, yeah, that's it, Jordan Peterson is a psychologist. Mm. He was saying it's important to have, like, two parents in the household. Mm. And the reason why is because sometimes one just needs a break mm. for oh, themselves. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Because it's just constant going, going. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, most of us have been in like single relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like we were bringing up the child by ourselves. But that little time you can have, like, say, an hour for yourself in the day, it's magical. And don't feel Do bad about it. No, 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 no. And also, no. don't let your child make you feel bad about it yeah. because that's what I'm suffering, well, not suffering, but what I'm going through right now. Like, because I work from home, mm. Leona's in her bedroom or in the bedroom with me, mm. tagging on me, Mummy, play with me, Mummy, play with me, Mummy, play with me. Obviously, mm. that pulls my heartstrings. Yeah, but I have to say to her, Mummy, look, I need these two hours to do this so I can buy you your dresses that you want yeah after you let me do this we can play all you want Mm. and that's how it's worked for me because she understands okay mommy has to go to work because either way if i was going out leaving her with a babysitter or whoever Mm. i was going out to to work yeah she'll still be by herself she wouldn't be tagging at me she wouldn't be telling me to play because i'm not there yeah so you shouldn't feel be made to feel bad if you want your time or if you want to dedicate a certain amount of time to your hobbies or whatever it is that you want to do or whatever makes you happy do it so do you believe you have more flexibility in running your own business or is that just like a thing that people say um like on those ads on youtube the the pro is that you're in charge of your time It's not that you have more flexibility because mm. if you're your own boss, you're an entrepreneur, you have to be on top of everything and you need to make sure everything's getting done. Mm. The same way that you'll be at your job, yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. on on on, at, on your case, on yeah. your case yeah. making sure everything's got, got to be done. The only difference is you're that person behind you yeah, yeah, <laughs> making sure that yeah. you're getting everything done. So, and I think it is harder working from home because your bed's right there, the kitchen's there, like the yeah, work, there. Yeah, work so. is, yeah, your, your I like to have a workplace. section of mine. Like I've got a desk, so I won't do work on the sofa with my laptop on yeah, my leg. No. Desk, because yeah. mm. it just changed my mm. mindset alone. Like desk, whatever, mm. like assist. I have to have a system in place mm. as well. And people just need to know, man's, man's on the job. When I'm on the desk. When I'm on, je- when I'm on job, <laughs> send a voicemail, bro. Because it's, it's, it's not happening, mute, mute them yeah. groups. But saying, I do yeah. think as well that, I know that we spoke about time and the rest of it. I think that one of the biggest problems at the moment is there's so many distractions and the whole idea that distractions mm. are supposed to make our lives easier and reduce time, but mm. apps, WhatsApp, Instagram, mm-hmm. I feel like they don't and that's you end up wasting so much time than you realise. Yeah, I think we spoke about this before about social media anyway. Yeah. But, but that's what, what I'm saying, your yeah, phone is directly in your hand, so it feels like it's important. I mean, mm. what, about 10, 
10 or 15 years ago, we couldn't do no online banking or keep mm. messaging with photos and all of that. Like, it was different. Mm. So all of those things now are, like, so easily accessible. It'll, when you lose your phone, people panic. Mm. They start saying to themselves, like, oh, there was something important I was supposed to do. And it really wasn't that important. You're just man, you just when, don't have it. When I uh, messed up my phone, I fucked up the screen and whatever, and I was on my burner. You see my burner? Yeah, yeah. Burner's lit. Um, but I realised, yeah, I realised as well, it's just like... I'd speak to the same people now. I speak to like five people tops. I need like only five people really need my number in it. Everything yeah. else, they can either talk to me on social media yeah. or they can email me or whatever. These are the necessity people that I need. I need my workplace yeah. to ring. I need my wife to ring. I need like one of my best friends, like my mum, my one of my sisters. To be fair, I don't need one of my sisters. If I relay the message to my mum, <laughs> it will just go to my <laughs> sisters anyway. Who would I make the car? <laughs> Send me an email, bro. Email, email, email. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking life or definite. Because the way I was going about it before is like, like as I've said to you before, I don't have my phone in my bedroom. Because yeah. I'm like, if there's an emergency, first of all, I'm asleep in it, so I ain't getting up. Second of all, if there's an emergency, you will have someone else's number close to me to mm. notify me. And that person should be my mum or my wife or my dad or something, right? Yeah. So my thing is that, and also it's still gonna be an emergency when I wake up. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I do true. to limit the time that I'm on social media or on my phone? If I'm at home and my battery's about to die, I let it die. Yeah. Like, I, I don't people, rush yeah. to, to get a, a charger or anything. I I especially if, I'm, if oh, yeah. I'm going to bed. If it's gonna die, oh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. die. I leave mine in my kitchen. Leave mine in the kitchen. Not my uh, bedroom is a screen-free room. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I do, I really think that. TV's gone in there now though. Don't know what happened with that. But it's, got it's minor, yeah, it's minor. But for time, I was talking to someone else about it, and I was like saying to him, like, I've got, a, I've got a thing, like, when I go to bed, I've got dimmers, I bring down the dimmers, put my phone phone down, all of that, like, mentally get like ready for bed. Yeah, dimmers and TV Like, mentally get prepare my body for beds, you know, that's how you gotta do, man. But what I did want to mention as well, I know when we're speaking about entrepreneurs and businesses, I've got to talk to you about um, things, businesses that claim to be proper businesses, work for yourself, that kind of thing. And to be honest, some of them just look a hell of a lot pyramidy or like hexagony <laughs> or like just, I don't know, man. Are we talking about network marketing? Network marketing, like whatever, yeah. There's anything that says that, okay, mm -hmm. I have to get you to get you to get a present here, like all of that's mad. Mm -hmm. And also commission only, actually, I want to talk mm -hmm. about commission only as well, yeah. because I've won some things before and I'm like, listen, bruv, I'm coming to you for a real job. A real job yeah. to me is a salary, basic mm -hmm. commission. I ain't got no commission about, I've got no beef about commission, mm -hmm. sales, all of that. Yeah. That's all fine, innit? But at the end mm -hmm. of the day, innit? If I'm going to work all day, and if I don't sell, I don't think, I don't get any money. Mm -hmm. well, what's going on here, bro? I might as well be on the fucking roads. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Are. Like when you think but about it. But then if you see it like that, that's more of a, your issue than the actual business or that plan itself. Because okay. you're, you're doubting your ability to be able to make those sales to get your commission. Okay, so, so there's two types of people that yeah, can do that. On. Sharks, people that go after numbers mm -hmm. like tirelessly. Mm -hmm. They don't care about any obstacles, they just go for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be someone like we mentioned before, that's someone that, that has prefers the, the stability of knowing I'm going to work, do my hours, coming back home, mm -hmm. I'm getting paid. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like um sorry, I have a passion for this in mind. So <laughs> network marketing is not for everyone, again, mm -hmm. because if you're that person that's used to the corporate world, used to a paycheck, that is absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But what annoys me is that it, you you might not understand the concept of it, right? 
let me explain it to you a pyramid scheme one is illegal right if if you're if you're just having to get people in to pay money and that's it that mm. is illegal right that is the pyramid scheme mm. now where people confuse it is with a network marketing company where um, you have to get customers for either a product or a service okay mm. now for example a network marketing company that's um partnered up with let's just say a company like virgin media sky a mm. uh, big energy company oh, do yeah, you think it's... these million billion dollar companies mm. will sign up sign contracts with uh, a pyramid scheme or something that's a scam do you really think they haven't done they haven't paid their lawyers to research what yeah, these companies course. are about um, now yeah, this is the, no I'm, yeah. yeah so this is where right people are painting a picture with the same brush and I don't blame them, it's fine. They've probably gone through their experiences, they've had bad bad experiences, whatever. Mm. But entrepreneurship, um, network marketing, commission-based and sales is not for everyone. Mm. It is a shark environment, right? Um, so you have to be, again, like you have to have a certain characteristic, mm. to, you have to be organized, you have to be timely, you have to be plan your week, you have to plan your schedule, you need to yeah. know, um, your targets you need to know how much customers you need to be able to make the money that you need to survive mm. it takes a lot it's not easy mm. so um so would you say there's no guarantees the guarantee is you no i don't so believe in that, no the guarantee is you so i know but i don't you, believe in that if you wake up and say all right today i'm going to make five customers because i need 200 300 pounds yeah it's down to you to make it mm -hmm. i know you, but my idea yeah, yeah talk yeah. to the people and if you don't yeah, find those customers you're idea, not going to make that money agreed but my idea is that if you're working for someone else in yeah. a job, which is sales, mm -hmm. let's just go with sales commission yeah. only based stuff, yeah. right? You're working for someone else in it. So what's the what's the point of working for someone else? Because if that's the case, you could be freelance and, and all the rest of it, because in those kind of environments, you have to make money mm -hmm. in order to survive mm -hmm. in the same way. So why are you then gonna get involved so with someone why would you who- get, Do you mean why would you start network marketing? No, why, I'm saying why would you get involved with some a job, mm -hmm. any kind of job that deals exclusively with sales only and commission only? Mm -hmm. if essentially that's what you want to do if you're a freelancer or if you're self-employed because you're doing the same thing you would have to make certain money so you can eat but it's for mm -hmm. yourself as opposed mm -hmm. to this where you're doing it for someone else mm -hmm. so you can eat do you see what i mean there's no yeah, need to put necessarily put in the, another person yeah, yeah because right so let's say what you're getting at, so why would you go into network marketing other than rather than going into business yourself is that what you're trying to no, say no i'm saying why would you sort of but i'm saying why would you go into would you classify commission and sales as network marketing Mm, okay, because no, I'm, so network marketing marketing is the industry. Okay, mm. and then sales is the type of job that you do. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm talking exclusively sales. about sales mm -hmm. and commission only roles. So yeah. my argument is, why would you go through a company to do so mm -hmm. when essentially you can do so as a self-employed person or a freelance so person? Yeah. About the security though, but there no, is an okay, insecurity. Yeah, that's just, what I'm saying. I've just got you what you mean? said. Yeah. So maybe it's because that person has never been exposed to how to open up a business, how to, mm. the steps that you need to be able to become your own boss and an entrepreneur. Mm. Maybe that person is just used to, has the employee mindset mm. and knows that my job is making these sales rather than entrepreneurial mindset, which says, you know what? I, I, I can do this for yeah. myself, so let me so go So do you think way. it's a like a, so you're, you're essentially saying by being involved with an external force, mm -hmm. it's more about them teaching you in order so you can be by yourself? 
or create your yeah. business or whatever. Again, right? it could okay. be that life experience. Yeah. Like, that person, I, I, I see where you're coming from. So that person could be set on, okay, I'm an employee, I'm going to work, I'm going to make this commission, I'm going to make these sales. Mm. And on the other hand, he could turn this way and say, no, I'm going to build my own business myself, make my own sales, make get my own customers. Yes. But it takes this transition that needs to happen. How, how does that transition happen? A life change. Mm. Something that's happened to them, I don't know, if they've... Uh, they can't make their rent or like mm. I don't know someone a loved one dies or mm. I don't know being made redundant which I was being mm. made redundant and that for me was right I'm doing it myself mm. I've been yeah. giving you all my effort all my time all my hours all my years for you to just see me as a number and just say we don't need you anymore right I've yeah. made that transition now to say I'm going to do it mm. by mm. myself so that that shift mm. It but all depends on timing, it depends on yeah. the people you surround yourself with, it depends on the time in your life, it depends on if you have... Um, I know, but you're agreeing with the same thing I'm saying, essentially, because you're saying about you put all these hours into working for someone else or mm-hmm. a company for someone else mm-hmm. and you want to do it by yourself. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that the doing it by yourself, then you don't need to be involved with an external person because mm-hmm. if you're starting your own business mm-hmm. and all the rest of it, right? Yeah. So... That's the, I agree with the transitional mm-hmm. period of doing it on yourself. My query or mm-hmm. issue or whatever you want to call it is the fact that someone is saying that they're going to come across and teach you, to kind of put you up to speed. Mm-hmm. But that's also benefiting them because people don't do nothing for them. Yeah, for, for, so for, for let's do it this way. So why would you go into network marketing and be your own boss and be an entrepreneur rather than starting your own business from scratch? Like yeah, butter, okay. for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So network marketing has already has already a system built. Um, you're, you're, you, you can see how much you need to work to be able to get the money that you want or need. Mm-hmm. When you start your own business, you're starting from zero. Mm-hmm. You're starting from scratch. You're the one that has to build the system. You're the one that has to oh, make okay, sure the you yeah. You're the one that has to build everything, mm. the operations, the marketing, uh, yeah, all the departments has mm. to start from zero. But over here, in network marketing, there's already a system, there's already a team, there's already training that they give you. Um, that you're there's already people that have made it to where potentially you want to be as well. Mm. So they will give you the experiences and they will give you like. Um, Do you classify that as entrepreneurship? Working in a, a networking um, industry, it can be because. Um, so I personally it, don't. You have to put your. Yeah, why? It, why is it can be. Though? Mine is because an entrepreneur is more of a. I feel like it's more of a person-driven thing, and oh. I feel like if you're, I, I do understand. So you want to build something from zero. Uh, yeah, I do understand your your uh, your premise of the support network mm-hmm. but my thing is that if you can build stuff by yourself and mm-hmm. and create a support network mm-hmm. but it's based around you mm-hmm. it's different yeah. exactly the day is you're based around them they're not based around you do you see what i mean that's yeah. how i've interpreted kind it. Of, yeah. I, 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 I club aftercare would never have that I, I don't think the idea would have never have come to me if i wasn't doing network marketing okay. from what i learned so what sort of, everything that i learned from yeah. network marketing like your your motivation like you have to be so organized you you're I couldn't. I, I couldn't be the person that would approach someone in the street and start talking. So do you someone. think it's more like an overall life course being involved in it? Yes. Yeah. So it's do you that think whole personal development? That's do you the think that could be done outside of that? Um, and I don't mean can, in the sense of building be, from scratch. I mean like I feel, literally doing a course it on can, it. Yeah, it can be. Right. But I feel like that's probably one of the 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 quickest and the safest and ways to do it. Because yeah. you're you're mm. already surrounded by the people that like have the same people. vision yeah, as yeah. you. Okay. You can do it yourself. Um, mm. Yeah, because some just... people that started off as, as being entrepreneurs, they didn't like it. 
They started mm. something, they realised it was too much time consuming, they didn't, they just said to themselves, I'd rather, rather be in a job. Mm. But it's probably any of us. But do you like think it's literally just like, one like, end to the other? I don't want nobody to tell me I'm fired. So mm. I have to do things for myself. That's yeah. how my mind Yeah, but even now, so with you, if you're, but the way I've seen your, um, your career or your growth is more about, it's based around you and investing yourself as a person. You're not yeah. so much relying on someone to supply you with a network in order for you to work. Because yeah. that, to me, that's the, still the same way as, almost the same way, I should say, as being involved in a company which tells you you're fired or you're not fired. Okay, yeah. I feel I see it more freelance, more self-employed yeah, yeah, than yeah, I would yeah. as a, a cognitive will in a system. Yeah, but I do, I do get the, the, the network marketing way because, as you said, it's like a, it's like a life training situation. Mm. So if you don't know whether you want to be doing this, Mm. Like you know, you'll be feeling better if you've got a support system around you. And you can mm. talk to somebody. Let me let me let me actually have to just remember something. Actually, just on your point, when we're speaking about commissioning themselves and and networking as a whole, do you think that there's a certain degree of clarity um, within these things, or there isn't? Because from my own experience, I'm not speaking for anyone else. I feel that there's definitely a lack of clarity in expectations of it. And what I mean by that is, if you're say, if uh, if you go into, like you said before about network marketing and working with say Virgin or Sky or whatever it may be, and you're going to a company via that, and they're the networking marketing company, mm-hmm. and they're saying to you, you can potentially earn X my X Y Z. Mm-hmm. Fine, I accept that. Of yeah. you could potentially, but mm-hmm. then you can't then t- you can't also say you could. This essentially you can get a basic. You will no. So let me specify this literally black and white mm. but you get say 20 grand and you can potentially make 50 yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like there seems to be a lot of mm, skull i don't think skullduggery is a fair word so i think more of a miscommunication of they may say you can get us we'll give you a salary of x amount and you could potentially earn this month mm-hmm. i feel like that is not what's said no no let me explain sorry that's I believe sometimes is what's said, but what actually is happening is that you could potentially earn. So mm-hmm. they're very, two very, very, very different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Can, the can and potentially is the terms and the words used to say, if you work your ass off, you will get there. No, but that, what I'm saying yeah. is there's no, but if you're saying this is, mm-hmm. and then potentially, they're mm-hmm. two different things, but I feel like there seems to be quite a bit of a miscommunication of saying, this is what you can, mm-hmm. But no, sorry. Um, this is like black and white. This is what you earn, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. And you can potentially. I accept that you can potentially earn, mm-hmm. etc. Like, oh, I'll accept yeah, that 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's clear as day. But when it's saying of like, oh yeah, all sort of, you can have a basic, mm-hmm. or just for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. But you can potentially. I feel like there's a lot of mixed words. It's very simple to me, isn't it? You either can potentially earn this, mm. you don't get anything to start with, but this is what you can potentially earn, mm-hmm. or you get this regardless, and that's what you can potentially earn. Is it the choice of wordings? That's, that's yeah, because to me, if, I'm, if I go to, an, let's say I go for an interview, I don't know um, what company you work with or whatever, but uh, let's say I go to your company and they say to me, you can potentially earn 50K, I understand, cool. Um, is there a basic amount that I'm entitled to that will come to me regardless? Mm. And they don't say yes or no, that's a problem. Because to me, it's like you have to be clear in your intentions. Mm-hmm. So if you're turning around and saying, uh, you're not literally saying no, mm-hmm. 
but you're not saying yes, why does it need? It should be very black and white, so right? I accept that. Yeah, I would say so wrong. because I accept the potential thing. I accept that 100%. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And I agree. That's yeah. that's a great mindset to have. And I think that, yeah, like you're saying, work your ass off and be a shark. I'm completely on board with that. But I do think there's definitely a miscommunication of what is mm-hmm. what is promised and what you can, mm-hmm. or what, is, what you can exceed. Mm-hmm. I, f- mm, I feel again that's where the whole misconception thing, um, it depends on, all right, because you're talking about two different things. If there's someone that is in a commission-based job Mm. and someone that's doing network marketing, mm-hmm. those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So if someone's approaching you from network marketing and saying to you, you can earn this mm-hmm. and you can potentially get five grand, five mm-hmm. or seven grand, whatever it is, but that person, you're not trusting that person that's talk, mm-hmm. telling you, it's mm-hmm. down to the way that it's, it's been delivered. Well, no, but surely because it should if be it's simple, on, right? if, 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 if it's a legit company yeah. and it's on in black and white and it states that this is the commission plan, this is, if you get to here, this is how much you earn, that is how much you earn. Mm. But if the person that's giving you the information is mm. coming not confident, coming to you as like, sense a little mm. bit dodgy, that's where you get put off. No, no, no. My thing is, I'm using a real life situation. So in, like my, in my real life situation, no, 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 that's no, no. My real life situation is I'm saying that you're, they've said one thing and it's, it's completely different. This is, this is a mix. This isn't, uh, I'm trying to think of it's commission only. Because it's not, like, say, for example, a job, it's, been, it's not advertised commission only yet, mm-hmm. but it's not advertised network marketing. Mm-hmm. It's just being put out as a thing, a job where you can potentially earn this home. money. Oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 not worth money. This is a job where you can potentially earn this amount of money. Mm-hmm. But, when it comes to the crunch of saying we've got network marketing or commission only, mm. they haven't said in black and white, this is a commission role, this is a sales role, or this is in the form of network marketing, there's no basic or there's no set amount that you will get paid regardless. You have mm. to, it's the same thing in the sense of they're both commission in some yeah, way, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the clarity of that needs to be put more clear. So it's something like they're selling hope. Like that person's come into this like the no, they just they're just giving me this is you're gonna this gonna be your life, and instead of saying what I, could go wrong, you just no, no, it's not even about what's going wrong. It's just the fact of the simplicity of if you want to make money, that's up to you. That's mm-hmm. up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough, but then you can't also say that oh yeah, no, we'll also give you X, Y, and Z, because that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the bottom line is, it's up to you to make money, it's up to mm-hmm. you to make money, mm-hmm. and that's it, innit? I just feel like this, sometimes with the, I have also feel like this sometimes where they get a bad name, it's because there's never like a literally a black and white clarity mm-hmm. about it. Well, I think that might be the history of what people went through before with pyramid mm-hmm. skills. So, if you're leading with that same kind of, oh, I've seen this before, or mm. I remember my cousin got burnt by this before, it's already started off on a bad foot. Mm-hmm. And then when you're explaining certain bits and bobs, you're like, bro, it's not really that bad though still. And that's why you two are probably meeting and clashing that little bits, but still meeting in the same mm-hmm. place because anything that's attached with network marketing, the word pyramid just comes straight to somebody's mm-hmm. first thought. Yeah, that's sure. what they think. And I would just want to send, like, put something out there. Mm-hmm. Think about uh, football leagues, NFL. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. always recruiting. They're yeah. always looking for new talent. This is the same thing in network marketing. You always have to recruit for new people. Mm. Be- for whatever reason it is, if, if you want to get uh, give yourself a pay rise or if you want to go to the next position, you always have to be recruiting. The world goes around with sales. The world goes around with yeah. people. 
you need people for everything so i i totally get the the misconception i totally get that people are skeptical i i understand that but what i then would like to do is to make sure that they after leaving me yeah. they understand what is black and white mm. and what has been a misconception and yeah. what what is not true mm. so i get what you're saying that we've we have network marketing has got a bad name mm. because of certain individuals that are selling it wrongly yeah. to me and what I do is I say mm. yeah it's down to you I'm here to support you I'm here to give you guidance I'm here to show you the conversation plan I'm here to do a schedule if we're going to work as a team we're going to work as a team we're going to go for it we're going to do it mm. but if you're not putting the effort in if you're not putting the work in just better you better know that you're not going to get anything but out but surely that's like life in, in any kind of job no matter if it's exactly. entrepreneurial yeah, but then it's so why see like network then, marketing yeah. as a pyramid scheme if you're now telling me that any type of job is the same sort of you've got to put your yeah. put, uh, your hours in your effort in your pyramid somebody in. gets well no but the, the way that, no no the way the pyramid come from from my understanding is the fact that you start in on this level you go and you, you send them out yeah, you send them another pay, but they don't get anything out of it there's not there's no products or services attached that's a pyramid scheme only when you're bringing people in people in people in and it just got paid money Mm. That's it's the just money scheme. to money to money. You're just yeah. picking it upstairs. But right? if it's got a product then, or yeah. service attached, but then surely if it's got a product and service attached, and you, it's not a necessity to bring people in because yeah, yeah. If you no, but if you still need mm-hmm. to bring, if you are selling a service and you're bringing someone in, mm-hmm. obviously the more people you bring in to do the service, you get paid from that, right? Yep. Which surely yep. is the same way as a yep. moving up a certain level. Yep. And I'm right? sure you guys have heard that yeah. a millionaire has seven streams of income. Yeah. So with network marketing, you have uh, at least four or five streams of income. So you get your bonuses for getting your customers, you get your residual income for getting those customers, you get um, also money for building your business, or as other people will say, bringing people in, building your team, that's how we like to call it. Um, And when they also build their own customer base, you're getting the residual income from their customers. Yeah, but surely that's that's a trickle down effect, no? Yeah, and so is a retail shop, so is Topshop, so is uh, Nando's. The more the no, more franchises the only, the only... that Nando's are, the owner of Nando's, the more money he gets. It's the same sort of concept. Yeah, but it's probably a technically a, another level of it because then if you're talking about something like Nando's, for example, mm. if I work in Nando's and I bring him in, I'm not going to get paid for bringing him in. No, but no, you can, if, if, you're if, if you're the owner, if you're the owner of Nando's, mm. and you now have three franchises, one Nando's in Peckham, one in today, North, boy. one in South. <laughs> yeah. They're paying you rent. They're yeah. paying you for your um, so Nando's would, brand. Would you say yeah. yes for an argument and essentially the same as having a bunch of buy-to-let properties? The only difference with the properties is that those properties stay where they are. People can move around. People can move around to different countries. People can work from laptops, from phones. They mm. can work mm. sitting on the beach. That's, that's, what, that's why people like network marketing because it doesn't tie you down to one building, one location. Mm. And yeah. just wait for the people that are walking around in that location to come to you. Mm. You're able to go to people and sell to them rather than the customers coming to you. Mm. I think that's how the, the, the world's heading in that direction anyway, because since this lockdown thing, everybody's been working from home. Yeah. And then why would I want to be paying rent on a building when I can get you to work from home? Exactly, and I've, and I've, been, I've been there. Mm. So after I was made redundant, I opened up a shop with my mum yeah. um, and I was doing network marketing at the same time. Now I was, I was looking at the two and I was like, I ha- if I don't open this shop, I'm not making any money. Yeah. But with network marketing, I could be in Sainsbury's uh, having a conversation with someone. That person could then potentially turn into my customer yeah. without me having to be locked down in my shop and waiting yeah, for that yeah, person yeah. to walk past my shop and decide whether to come in or not. And mm. so we, we closed that. Yeah, we stopped that because it was just taking too much of my time. How long have you been involved in that? In that Four years. 
And what's yeah, the, um, so? What's the long term plan with that? What's the, what's your not just what your what's your goal? What's mm-hmm. your like? So what's, the, what's, your, the, what's on your vision board? Actually? On my vision board, <laughs> I have a million dollar house. I also have a in money London. green Bentley. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. I want to stay in London. Yeah. yeah let me know how that goes. <laughs> Well, we'll be in the millions. Yeah. I have a, a green Bentley and I also have Why green? the Why man green? of my dreams because I love green. Like my, my logo. What kind of green. is it? Are we talking yeah. lime green? Are we talking pine, pine tree green? That sort of khaki, khaki green. green. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I had a gunmetal grain golf. But, yeah, but we're talking about golf and a Bentley. Yeah. Still <laughs> green. So green top of Melbourne. The, 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 the VW and, and, and a Bentley, that's a different it's kind mad. of material, yeah. bro. Like, you don't matter what colour, you come in a muddy brown, it still look banging. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, Bentley Mini Pan has, what was the, I didn't catch the last one. And Man of My Dreams. Oh, Man okay, how's that going? Because we talk about dating quite a bit here, I'm, I'm quite curious about this. What is, actually, well, we know we really have girls on this, right? I know who probably have Man of Her Dreams was because I see the same couple every now and again. It's JLo's husband, <laughs> or the fiance. Um. No. Who's J Lo's husband? Well, fiance. Is Alex. Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. I, I see him know. jumping Her around boyfriend. in the club with Fat Joe. I was like, right, listen, he can rave as well. Um, mm-hmm. He does it all. <laughs> So well, I, I should think, say I'm still waiting. Yeah, well, I don't think, well, I think to be fair, like, um, I was about to say dreams that exist, that's not fair. I was about to say that, um, <laughs> uh, I might, I meant to say, sorry, that I don't think the dream, I, know, I don't think the dream person exists. Obviously, there's a certain amount of qualities that mm-hmm. you want in someone, and yes. then obviously, yeah. but I definitely think now, it's mad at, I'm not even going to lie, it's mad out there, because even like the people that I know, I, I look around and I feel like, even as a guy, like all the like decent guys that I know, like solid guys. Oh yeah, this guy's quite good looking, fair play. Um, so I'm just having a look. Does he look like the Bentley? Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> oh wow, he's got coloured eyes. Man's got that light skin thing, huh? He was swinging the ball differently. What does he do for a living? He was a... Football player. No, baseball player. Baseball. A drug addict, bro. A drug, what? Okay, you're a drug addict. He was a drug addict. He was a drug addict. Fam, guy was roided up for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. On baseball as well. I think it's a waste of roids doing it on baseball, man. Like, if you're doing it on NFL, that's fine. But I mean, I mean, no, obviously it's not. But I'm saying baseball, <laughs> how hard do you have to hit in baseball? Do you know what I mean? Very hard, bro. Yeah, but I'm like, enough to take roids? Eh, I don't know. But what I in the dream, man, I take, I'm quite curious. Because what I was saying is before is that I know a bunch of guys and all the decent ones who I've got, who, who I know, who've got like nothing wrong with them within reason, mm. they're already snapped up. And I'm like, wow, women, they're clever, you know? They yeah. like, cause in the beginning, they're not always like that. It takes a little while to get out like the kinks and whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. So what's your ideal, <laughs> ideal man then? Because I'm quite curious. Cause you know you when come like, You come like that post I put on yesterday. Yeah, I seen like, that. I know that's where it came to me. That's where it came to me. Castle, I wish we had Castle on this one as well. So uh, it changed over the years. So okay. now, because of where I am and my mind. Do you mind me asking how you are, roughly? 30. Okay, cool. Yep, go. I like the beginning of the show. <laughs> I know. That was like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it. Yeah. Um, up a year since then. With <laughs> my mindset and what I want to achieve, I need someone with that same mentality or higher than me. Mm. Um, I, I, I can't settle for someone that doesn't have that drive or motivation Ambition. to achieve something That's That's themselves. I, I personally can't date someone that is just someone that goes goes to work, does a nine to five, and that's it, and then goes drinking on the weekend. That's not for me. Does that so person no exist anymore? Because I, I don't really know people like that anymore. What's that? But the is whole like work Monday Friday and then 
I know a few bros, and then the Friday to Sundays are wild. Drinking, Friday yeah. and Sunday. Yeah, so I, I they live for the weekend. That's yeah, I, I, just, I, 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 I think that's that's more of the people that are around me. They're in something. It's not like it's. Do you know what I mean? They need to let something out. Who can they off on a Friday? Yeah, they're weekend warriors, bro. You know what I'm saying? They they coming into the office high on a Monday, ready to get it again. But then, as you said, that's not really when you're thinking about having a family and then where you want to take the family. The last thing you need is a cokehead coming in on mm. a Monday morning. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, ambition, but I think ambition is important. But I think what I found now, I think, do you agree with, I'm going to slide off the topic here, but do you agree at a certain point you said you're 30, do, do you think, do, I'm, I know you're not the generalisation, you're not the representation of women everywhere, but to speaking generally, do you think you would expect them to have their shit together? by their 30 because I think especially now it's not really a realistic goal especially when it no. comes to houses like ain't no some no. there's people who are in their 40s living at that mom and dad because yeah. they can't afford to get up there um, no I'd, I'd, because again like I said that your shift depends on timing and the experiences that you go through mm. yeah. so I don't feel it's fair to say that someone has to have all this shit together by 30 because when I was 18 I want to be I want to be married by 30 mm. so I'm not so um, I'm going to be still <laughs> oh, well, I'm a little bit older, but yeah, still. That's um, a change. Yeah. Man's completed the Matrix, bruv. Man's been engaged for two years, still not married. <laughs> sure, I mean, complete the Matrix. But as bruv. you said, bruv, there was a whole plague outside. So yeah, to be off. fair, you know what I'm saying? But I think, I do think that, um, I like I say, I'm not speaking for every man everywhere, but generally, I think usually when men are usually about 26 or 28, or even just like a later stage in their career, later stage in their career, or like as they get older they should mm. definitely think about this marriage thing this kids thing or whatever I think mm. it's definitely something which is because you don't be that 40 man, 45 year old man in the bro, club I've bro I've been to a dance here yeah, and there's like 40 year olds no disrespect to the 40 year olds but they did kind of look a bit weird like yeah. silk trouser boot cuts and oh, big baggy man. shirts and people are still trying to woo each other and I said like listen I don't care I'd rather stay in my yard because I'm 40 years old I can't, I can't be doing that not to say you should you, go yeah. and have fun <laughs> I'm just saying, your best life. it just looks a bit mad. <laughs> I think as well, your priorities change. As well, I think your priorities change, and also about the places you go. Well, to you've done, you, you meet, you've right? lived more experience then. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like going out to the club with neon lights and, and, and a couple of champagne bottles. How many times a week can you do that? Yeah, it's boring after. And one. you ain't not find no wife's in the club. No one knows that. That's rule rule book 101. Yeah, you can't find you can't wife Instagram models. I mean, this isn't new information. I just don't. I, I just think to me, anyway, this really is not new information. What they expect of people. LinkedIn. I mean, there you go. LinkedIn. <laughs> Wait, no, no, you can't cross the line well. from LinkedIn. LinkedIn is business. Business. Yeah, yeah business. Business, business, starts, business starts from you know. You no, know. don't cross the line. <laughs> I think um, leave LinkedIn where it is. LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn where else is there? Because I mean, only like. So you say you I don't even know who's qualifications. Can they speak other languages? And just no, nah, but you know what? To be honest with you now, I think what kind of the issue is that a lot of a lot of people, man, are hella, hella damaged out, out there today, you. man. A lot of people are hella damaged. Man, everyone's got a lot lot of issues, and if they don't deal with them, it don't matter what kind of partner they. This attract. is the problem, but yeah. So people jumping from relationship to relationship, mm. thinking that they're gonna find the one. They you have to sort yeah. yourself out first. I had a friend like that still. You have mad. to figure out. You need to be happy with your own space and your own company, yeah, yeah. and then be happy with that. You know that your what you're offering is good yeah. enough. Yeah, my 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 credentials are lit. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm fully good, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, that's gas. Nah, that's gas. But what I'm saying is, nah, nah. But to be fair, like I'm. I can see the comments again. Know, like, I'm not. A, I'm not an unreasonable person as well. I, I do think that you should always, um, 
you should put out what you can offer yourself in mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to ask for like X, Y, and Z from a woman when I haven't got anything myself. I don't think that's fair. But I know men do it. I know, I know women do it as well. Also, I know what women ask for is not a lot. It's only it's only when they ask for it from the wrong you guy. Get, you get a bit blurry. Wait, hold on. Okay, no, wait, wait, wait. So give me, yeah, please give me an example. example. Okay, Let me give an example of something uh, uh, any woman would ask for, just as a standard. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you an example. Yeah, please. Just yeah. like a few examples of what they would ask, which you consider a standard. Louboutin heels is a gift. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Now, she wants those shoes because she loves them and they'll make her happy. That's not too much to ask for. The only problem is she might be asking it from the man that doesn't have the money or the wage or the okay. income I'll to be able to afford okay, them. No, wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Wait, no, no, let, let me get in here real right, quick. Go on, let go me on, get in go here. Go on, First of all, if she needs material possessions to be happy, it's not another man's job to pay for it, my, my opinion. Like, what, what the hell, bro? But you just like, wanted to give you a gift. <laughs> no, 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 not a gift. No, not a gift. No, no, no. No, not a gift. No, 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 not a gift. No, 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 not a gift. I'm just saying, what is a standard? That's what I was talking about. I'm not talking about gifts. I'm saying from a person. But the first thing you've gone to is a material thing. To me, all right, I understood gift. That's why I said Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, no, it's just, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what you presume is a standard that a woman would look for in a man, just as a standard, like he has a job or whatever. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what's, what the, is, what's the standard requirements of a normal functioning man? You, you said already the drive, ambition. First yeah, of all, it's being attractive to them because anyone okay, that cool, says a, a bit, looks yeah. is not important, is attractive. One million percent. Yeah, 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 you have to be yeah. physically attracted to them and then mm. emotionally attracted to them is. Um, having their shit together, but then it depends on what type of woman she is as well. Mm. See, this isn't standards because already, standard, already how no, you're pushing it, it, it is like it all depends. For it guys, depends. I believe most guys can agree here. Attractiveness is number one. Yeah. Right. Well, not number one, but in the top three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we both agree it's attractiveness. That's attractiveness the first thing that plays everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but so, then yeah. and attractiveness. Yeah, attractive to that person, like you've just yeah. said. I agree with that 100 percent because you could find someone attractive, and I could not, and vice versa, mm. right? So I think that's important. I think a degree of mental stability is a mm. big thing for me. Yeah. Um, somewhere. Well, these. I think those are the basics, and maybe like. I don't know because I think attractive comes a lot of, and, and like a, a decent enough person like a decent enough human, human being in it they're like mm. a few basics so I believe they're more standard and more generalised but, but when you're going down emotion- to more preference and stuff no but that will go bit. with the, the whole emotional attractiveness that you were touching on yeah. I mean truly you want somebody to be able to handle situations with you as a partnership not as a dictatorship mm-hmm. So like, See. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If like if something's gone wrong, the last thing you need to be called is a, is a prick. If you know I'm emotionally <laughs> attracted to someone, like I just, you ask me what I'm looking for, mm. is someone that has that drive and that and ambition. And that's ambition. the number that's one. That's my emotional attractiveness. Now, yeah. another woman might not find that attractive. Another woman might just want them to... Know, well, you know what I thought, Jay is quite interesting actually, why I've got you, is just that like, I found, <laughs> I was this thing the other day and they were saying that the top, there's top, there's like a top five thing that men have, which, it, like gets their overall value in it. Okay. One of them is style. One of them is finance. Mm-hmm. One of them is confidence. One of them is no uh, fitness. And there's one more which I'm gonna forget. Style, attractiveness, fitness, finance, and status. Those are the five things. Status. That status. Is, status. status is 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 kind of crazy. So those are the those are the five things that all men should have in some degree and yeah. work on and make sure they think. Because mm-hmm. those are the five things that 
obviously a beneficial for yourself, but also attract women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, style, I don't know. I, eh, I think some of those are more negotiable than others, though, I believe. Status is subjective as well. Style is... Status can be... people just ain't got no style. S- that, I mean, <laughs> going on for years. State, yeah, like, status can literally just be done by a blue tick, potentially, innit? Blue mm-hmm. tick on the gram. But I, I think, mean, I, 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 well, on, as I said, I'm not generalising, because some women like shy guys, they don't like the popularity. I think it, shy, shy, yeah, as a personality, but they have to be confident in something. Yeah, they have to be... Yeah. They have to get a level of confidence from something. Yeah. I think that's a big a big thing, for sure. We have to rule. Yeah. That's, that's um, top five. So I'm saying top five, you've got them qualities. And I think they're all doable. I feel like they're all achievable. And like when you say standard, I feel like that's... I feel like those are standards, mm-hmm. you know, like someone could do because all those things are improving, even if it's not about attracting the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you flow with, is that they're going to uplift you anyway. Yeah. I mean, they're never going to stop making women, G. <laughs> so I'm saying, do you know what I mean? So anyway, anyway we should, good. yeah, I think like we should um, wrap it up here. Uh, wow, just went over a little bit. Anyway, so as you know, um, check out, please, check it out. Check out Club Aftercare, Snapbacks and Flat Caps. Snippets are going to be coming. Available on SoundCloud and all your digital platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to our special guest, Steph, for joining us. Um, you can put out your socials alongside Club Aftercare as well, if you can see them on there as well. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get in contact, it's Instagram, right? Instagram, Instagram Facebook, Facebook or website. Or website as well, as well. So thanks very much for joining. I hope you learned a lot from us because we've learned something <laughs> from you. Hey, sure, listen, man. we are forever learning things. Like I said, the last time we didn't get to record it, so all those gems that we spoke today, yeah. spoke of today. We got them in there. So yeah. it'll, be av- yeah, it'll be available on all the digital ones, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, etc. And then we'll be getting visuals out as well. So make sure you're subscribing. And also, shout as all, I always like to say now, shout our American listeners. We, You know, they love yeah, us. Yeah, we got some They love us in Cali, baby. <laughs> Cali, they love us. All right, we're gone. Cool. Thank you, guys.